Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Claim Your Power podcast, the ultimate show for all things New Age spirituality, entrepreneurship, and embodied leadership. I'm your host, Kim Peretz. I'm an author, entrepreneur, and yoga enthusiast. If you're ready to step up, tap into your gifts, and unleash your potential, you are at the right place. It's time to claim your power. Hello, you guys. I hope you're having the most wonderful, amazing day, no matter what time it is for you right now. I am actually coming at you live from my bed. (laughs) It's 9.22 p.m. right now, and something in me just felt extremely called to film a podcast episode right now. I'm not sure why, but this feels extremely aligned for me to film from my bed. I never do this, but maybe I'm going to start doing it because it's actually really fun. But I've been doing a lot of shadow work and journaling these past few days. And this theme of worthiness has been coming up for me quite a lot. And I just felt really called to talk about it. So if this resonates with you, then stay on for this episode. Because I'm going to talk to you just... And honestly, I'm going to be sharing my thoughts out loud Usually for the pod episodes, I plan a little bit what I'm going to talk about and I have like this little theme and things like that. But right now I'm completely going off of my head, off from scratch, and I'm just going to let my intuition speak its truth. So we'll see where this episode leads us. But if this resonates, I'd love for you to stay along and listen on my intimate thoughts and we can have this little fun conversation. So let's do it. I've been thinking a lot about this idea of soulmates and soul groups. And this is all going to circle back to this idea of worthiness. But I actually went to the beach a few days ago with two of my best friends. And we had this really deep conversation all about soulmates and how we don't believe there's one person out there for us because a soulmate doesn't have to be a romantic partner, they could be a friend, a family member, a mentor. And we were talking about this idea that there's just one person out there for you. Walking this earth is, in our perspective, flawed because people change and people grow. And it would be ridiculous to think that there's only one person out of the almost, I think it's 7 billion people in the world. Don't hold me to that, but maybe a little more. But out of all the billions of people in the world, that there's one person in this entire world that is only meant for you. For me, that seems flawed because I think all the people that walk into our life serve a purpose and are our soulmates in a way. And so, yes, maybe there are different romantic partners that are meant to walk into your life at certain times. But this idea of soulmates to me, I was thinking about it is just so interesting because once you detach yourself from this idea that there's only one person from you out there, then soulmates, this perspective on soulmates becomes so much more interesting because suddenly your soulmate could be your best friend or your sibling or even your pet, which I think is so interesting. But by the time this episode comes out, my episode with Myra Rath, who is a past life regression therapist, will be out and we talked all about soulmates and past lives and soul groups and all those things. So if that's something that is 
sounds interesting to you and you want to dive deeper into that, you should definitely check out that episode. But going back to this idea of soulmates, now that it's a new astrological year, I have decided that I really want to share more of my personal life on the podcast. I feel like I'm just ready. I'm ready to share all about it. And so, and I also want to create this tight knit community where you guys feel like you actually know a lot about me. And so, I want to just start off by saying that for the past month, something that I've been personally going through that maybe you could relate to if you're listening is I've been going through a breakup. And this was a breakup with my ex-boyfriend who we were together for almost two years, around a year and eight months. And I'm not going to lie, it was hard. And he was my first love and it's it's been challenging to say the least. But I want to circle back to this idea of soulmates where for a long time I felt like you know, soulmates are just this one person that is meant for you. But I realized that he in itself was a soulmate and not a soulmate in the definition of we were meant to be together for the rest of our lives and we were inseparable. But in the way that he was a soulmate because our souls were meant to meet. He was meant to walk into my life and serve a specific purpose. And I believe the purpose that he served was to really just show me what a first love that is true love and healthy truly is. And for that, I'm so grateful for him. And I look back and I'm like, wow, thank you, universe, for giving me all these amazing experiences and memories. And I know that breakups look different for everyone else. But for me, as I look back on this breakup, I think, wow, I learned so much. And what I've realized is that relationships teach you so much about yourself. You know, when people say, ah, I can't be in a relationship right now because I want to work on myself. To me, that feels so unaligned because I think when you are in a relationship, you have an incredible opportunity to work on yourself like no other. I mean, you're coming face-to-face with your shadows in so many different ways. You're learning how to communicate, how to prioritize your own needs while also taking care of somebody else and prioritizing their emotional well-being as well. You're learning more about yourself, what you will tolerate in relationships, what you won't, what type of boundaries are important for you, what brings you joy what you want to surround yourself with. I mean, the list goes on, it's endless, but this idea that because we are in a relationship, suddenly the relationship with ourselves gets put on the back burner. And I don't know, I just honestly do not believe that's true. I believe that every relationship that walks into our life and every relationship that we get to be part of is meant to teach us something great about ourselves. You are learning things that you might not be able to learn when you're on your own. And I mean, when you're on your own, there are so many things to learn about your independence and realizing that you're whole completely by yourself and that your heart only belongs to you and that your happiness only stems from within. But something that I've noticed in the spiritual community is sometimes there's people who talk about how 
you should always be alone and like only prioritize your relationship with yourself. And at least in my perspective, in my experience, I believe that there's room for both. There's room to take care of yourself and take yourself out of dates and prioritize yourself and pamper yourself and do self-care. But I also believe that being in a relationship with others, whether it's a romantic relationship, a friendship, a family member, those relationships are there for a reason and they are there to teach us something so valuable and so amazing that could help us grow as a soul as a human, as a light worker, and could really transform our lives. I mean, think back on all the different relationships that you've had. Maybe it's with a friend. Maybe you have this one friend that was so amazing and you had just the most amazing relationship with them and then you had a falling out. Even though you had a falling out and maybe the end was not so great, you can still look back on all the memories that you shared with that friend and all the things they taught you and all the fun times you shared. Same with mentors. I mean, I believe the teachers that really leave an impact on us are part of our soul contract. If you look back, if you've ever had a teacher or a boss or a mentor or any of that sort of thing, if you ever had someone in your life that you looked up to that wasn't your family member or friend and you had a tight connection with them. Think back on the impact they left you and how your relationship with them cultivated so much amazing things into your life or maybe also some not amazing things. Maybe you learned some parts of yourself that still need healing or maybe you realize that you want to work on this about yourself Or maybe you realize that, oh, I'm not going to tolerate this thing in a relationship anymore. All of those things are meant to teach us amazing, valuable, unparalleled things about ourselves that we might not be able to learn alone. So I guess where I'm going with this is this idea that every single person that walks into your life is meant to leave some sort of impact. Maybe they're supposed to teach you a lesson. Maybe they're supposed to bless you and bring more abundance into your life. Maybe they're supposed to show you your shadow part of yourself. I mean, it's endless. There's so many things that could be happening. I was actually journaling the other day and I came up with this little quote. I think it's a quote or a mantra. No, 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 it's a quote. But it was something along the lines of some people are meant to stay in your life And some are just destined for a short visit. And this is my writing, by the way. So I don't know if I should copyright that or something. But when I realized that, that some people are genuinely just destined for a short visit and nothing more, that brings me a sense of peace like no other. I mean, it makes me realize that some people are genuinely walking out of my life with purpose them walking out of my life it's clearing the path for my highest most abundant good i mean think back on certain experiences in your life where things didn't go your way you thought you were going to go get into that college you thought you were going to get that job you thought you were going to move to austin texas you thought you were going to travel to france in the summer you i don't know i mean i'm blabbing at this point but You know what I'm saying? Like you thought something was going to happen and then it didn't. Think back on how those changes of events actually unfolded. Maybe it was a week later, months later, 
and you realize, correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, not that you can correct me because it's a podcast, but I don't know, I was thinking back about like how certain situations in my life, the universe forcibly picked me up and put me somewhere else. They got me out of certain friendships. They got me out of certain relationships. They got me out of certain situations. And at the time, it seemed terrible. It seemed like the worst thing in the world. And I was questioning it. And I was like, why is this happening? But looking back, I realized that all those things were happening for my highest good. They were serving my highest good. And so if you're so, I mean, if you're going through something right now where you feel like the universe is turning against you and it just feels like everything is going literally against what you want, like so many roadblocks, so many tough situations, I want to show you a different perspective and that is that maybe all those roadblocks are actually blessings in disguise and maybe all the things that didn't turn out like you thought they were going to are actually turning out so much better than you imagined. I mean, I think I said this in a past podcast episode, but there's this famous quote out there that says, the universe doesn't respond with no. It says, yes, not now, or I have something better. And the best part, I think, is the part where it's I have something better. Sometimes we get out of certain situations or relationships with people because genuinely, They are just not meant to work out. When one door closes, another one opens. And that is my biggest truth in life, honestly. If there's one thing you can take from this episode, it's this idea that your energy is never destroyed. Anything that you put your energy and love into will come back to you in a different form, need be. If you are putting your energy into projects and you are not seeing that energy reciprocated to you. You're not seeing tangible results. I can promise you that the universe is always keeping count and that energy is not destroyed and it will come back to you in the most abundant form possible. Okay, now that I'm thinking about it, I really want to touch back on the concept of worthiness because I feel like I mentioned it in the beginning of the episode and I just completely abandoned it, so we're coming back to it. Something that I noticed in the spiritual community is there's this new like theme being told out that it's like you need to be healed like spirituality is all about healing because you're broken or something and I don't know if this is something that you guys have ever seen or encountered from certain spiritual mentors but honestly like that just does not feel aligned for me at all like this idea that we're broken and need to be fixed and like expanded and healed is flawed because I believe that we are always whole we are always complete and obviously we have healing to do as humans and souls on this earth but this idea that we are broken broken from the society broken from the matrix broken from our conditioning is flawed to me we were never broken you were never broken you were simply under a certain belief system but When you open your eyes and you choose love and kindness and you choose to prioritize yourself, that is when you step into your power. I mean, you were always powerful. You were never broken. You just needed to believe in that power, which is why when you adopt a new belief system, you claim back your power. Now, that connects back to worthiness because this idea that we are only worthy when we get validation from others or when somebody loves us, we are suddenly worthy. Or when we get into that college, we're worthy. Or when we get that high-paying salary, we're worthy. 
not true. I can tell you for a fact that there are people in this world that have everything physical you can imagine. I mean, a beautiful house, a nice car, money, vacations, all these things. But on the inside, they don't feel worthy and they feel insecure and unfulfilled. Because worthiness stems from within. You can have every single physical thing you want in the world, but if you don't choose consciously every day to show up for yourself, to love yourself, to not walk away from yourself when it's tough, then you will not feel fulfilled. And there are people out there that have everything that things, everything that society tells you is success and happiness. And the one thing that they lack is happiness. So your worthiness only stems from within. Your worthiness should never be given away to anyone. You will always feel worthy when you choose to love yourself as you come, not as how you're supposed to look, not how you're supposed to be, but as you come. That is when you find your worthiness from within. And if you're someone who feels like right now your worthiness is a bit dependent on other people. Something that's helped me when I was in a place where I felt unworthy or not enough was working on my relationship with myself. And when I say that, I mean, let's dive into it, okay? There's so many different things you can do to work on your relationship with yourself. I mean, there's the obvious self-care and things like that. But when I actually say work on your relationship with yourself, is I mean come face to face with your shadows. If you think about kids, they are born completely present. I mean, you see a four-year-old and they're mad for one second and then they go back to playing their game or playing with their doll and they are completely present in the moment. They're not thinking about the past or the future or what other people are thinking about them. They are completely within their authentic self and their authentic presence which I think is so beautiful and there's so many things we can learn from children and from our inner child and this goes back to the idea that if you feel like you're not worthy or that your worthiness depends on other people the way to really rise up from that and claim your power from that is to ask yourself those difficult questions to ask yourselves what part of myself makes me feel unworthy what parts of my life of my experience what situations judgments guilt am i holding on to that no longer serve me and you know this is a deep process claiming back your worthiness and your self-love is honestly a journey that you're going to be doing your entire life i mean obviously Right now, I'm going through a breakup, and I'm not going to lie. There are some times where I feel a little bit lost, or I feel like it would be nice to have a partner right now when I'm feeling insecure to compliment me or to make me feel good. But the really great thing about going through a breakup and learning how to be single all over again is coming back home to myself and realizing I don't need a friend or a partner or family member to compliment me. I can do it myself. I can tell myself those words of beautiful affirmations. I can take care of myself and I can love myself just as I would want anybody else to love me. And it all starts there. Your relationship with yourself reflects your relationship with other people. When you start prioritizing your inner love, your inner peace, 
your power, the universe will show you all the amazing people and all the amazing experiences that reflect that. I mean, we literally live in a simulation. Everything is projected. When you feel good, the universe projects that to you. I don't know if you've ever had like a shitty day and suddenly you're thinking, oh, this day sucks. And then the day could not get any worse. And then one thing goes wrong again and it just got worse. It's because you're assuming that the day is going to get worse. You're claiming that belief and you're consciously manifesting it. But what if one thing in your day went wrong? Your dog threw up everywhere in the morning. It's 9am. You were just about to go to the gym and your dog threw up everywhere. You can't go to the gym because you've got a meeting. You got two choices. You can make a fuss about it. You can ruin your entire day. You could blow off your meeting or you can say, okay, my dog wasn't feeling well. Maybe this is an opportunity for me to check in on my pet and give them some love and take time to slow down and be there for the things and people that I love. And you can make that choice in that moment to say, okay, this part of my day wasn't the highlight, you know, it wasn't the best, but it does not define the course of the day. And honestly, okay, I'm going to go really off topic, but this is why I really love to watch sunsets because the idea is you can have the shittiest, worst day ever, but the sun will always set and it will always look beautiful. And in the morning, the sun will rise and it will look beautiful. So even a shitty day can end in a beautiful way. And there's always a new day tomorrow and a new beautiful day starting. And I think that's how I want to end this episode, actually, to talk about this idea that any day can end with love and peace if you choose it. I honestly did not have the most amazing day looking back into my life. I've had better days. I'm not going to lie. But I am choosing to have a great ending to my day. I am choosing to love myself today and to hold space for myself and to be gentle with myself. And so my last message of this episode for you would be to do the same for yourself, love, to take care of yourself, to love yourself, to show up for yourself and to come back home to yourself. Beautiful souls, thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram if you have any topic suggestions for future episodes or if you would like to apply to be a guest on the show. I hope you feel inspired to claim your power today. Bye!